0: Good morning, my name is Mike, and I make this podcast because I like to learn and create new things, and because I'm hoping to get the word out about something else that I've created called the Flex Deck. The Flex Deck is a single deck of multi-purpose cards that lets you play dominoes, word games, and your traditional poker or rummy, all in one convenient deck of playing cards. If you like games, or you'd like to support this podcast, I hope you'll check us out at flexdeckplayingcards.com today i'm reading the everglades national park article from wikipedia the free encyclopedia a wonderful website but the place to go to for the questions not the answers for the answers i encourage you to support your local library geography everglades national park covers 1,509,000 1,509,000 acres throughout Dade, Monroe, and Collier counties in Florida. The elevation typically ranges from zero to eight feet or 2.4 meters above sea level, but a Calsa-built shell mound on the Gulf Coast rises 20 feet or 6.1 meters above sea level. Geology. The terrain of South Florida is relatively and consistently flat The limestone that underlies the Everglades is integral to the diverse ecosystems within the park. Florida was once part of the African portion of the subcontinent, Gonwanda. After it separated, conditions allowed a shallow marine environment to deposit calcium, carbonate, in sand, shells, and coral to be converted into limestone. Tiny bits of shell, sand, and bryozoans compressed over multiple layers, forming structures in the limestone, called oides, which created permeable conditions that hold water. The Florida Peninsula appeared above sea level between 100,000 and 150,000 years ago. As sea levels rose at the end of the Wisconsin Ice Age, the water table appeared closer to land. Lake Okeechobee began to flood and convection thunderstorms were created. Vast peat deposits south of Lake Okeechobee indicate that regular flooding had occurred about 5,000 years ago. Plants began to migrate, subtropical ones from the northern part of Florida, and tropicals carried as seeds by birds from islands in the Caribbean. The limestone shelf appears to be flat, but there are slight rises called pinnacles and depressions caused by the erosion of limestone by the acidic properties of the water. The amount of time throughout the year that water is present in a location in the Everglades determines the type of soil, of which there are only two in the Everglades. Peat, created by many years of decomposing plant matter, and marl, the result of dried periphyton or chunks of algae and microorganisms that create a grayish mud. Portions of the Everglades that remain flooded for more than nine months out of the year are usually covered by peat. Areas that are flooded six months or less are covered by marl. Plant communities are determined by the type of soil and amount of water present. Climate. While they are common in the northern portion of Florida, no underground springs feed water into the Everglades system. An underground reservoir called the Floridian Aquifer lies about 1,000 feet or 300 meters below the surface of South Florida. The Everglades has an immense capacity for water storage, owing to the permeable limestone beneath the exposed land. Most of the water arrives in the form of rainfall, and a significant amount is stored in the limestone. Water evaporating from the Everglades becomes rain over metropolitan areas providing the fresh water supply for the region water also flows into the park after falling as rain to the north onto the watersheds of the kissimi river and other sources of lake okeechobee to appear in the everglades days later water overflows lake okeechobee to a river 50 to 70 miles or 110 kilometers wide which moves almost imperceivably. Everglades National Park has a tropical savanna climate and tropical monsoon climate, depending on location. Most of the central region has a savanna climate, while regions closer to the shore, especially the eastern quarter of the park, has a monsoonal climate. Both climates are categorized by two seasons, wet and dry. The park's dry season lasts from December to April, while temperatures vary from 53 degrees Fahrenheit or 12 degrees Celsius to 77 degrees Fahrenheit or 25 degrees Celsius, and humidity is low. Since water levels are low at that time, animals congregate at central water locations, providing popular opportunities for viewing the wildlife. During the wet season, from May to November, Temperatures are consistently above 90 degrees Fahrenheit, or 33 degrees Celsius, and humidity over 90%. Storms can drop 10 to 12 inches, or 300 millimeters, of rain at a time, providing half the year's average of 60 inches, or 152 centimeters, of rainfall in just two months. Well, that'll make this not for now. This is Mike with FlexDeckPlayingCards.com. Thanks as always for listening. My apologies for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. If you'd like to support this podcast, I hope you'll visit our website at flexstackplayingcards.com. If you could also please leave us a review on whatever service it is that you're listening to it, we would very much appreciate it, especially if it's favorable. All right. Thanks again. Have a great day.